Okay, good morning. Today's daf is daf Yud Beis. I'm going to go from daf Yud Aleph Amud Beis 11b about the fifth last line. Um, today's shir is Le'ilu Nishmas Ben Sion Ben Ze'ev Avram Halevi Chaim Tzvi um, One second Chaim Tzvi Ben Shmuel Meir Shifre Shulamit Bas Hirsch Leib and Yeshua Yitzchak Ben Shaul Ruven Halevi. May the memory be a blessing and may the Neshamas have an Aliyah. And it's for a Rafur Shlema of Harav Avram Ben Sion Ben Malka. Okay, um, so yesterday we brought the Mishnah, which was a Machloikes Rabbi Man Rabbi Huda. When do you have to stop eating chomets and when do you have to burn your chomets? We know the Orais say you're not allowed to eat chomets and you're not supposed to, I think you're not allowed to own chomets. From the from midday onwards, which is just to translate it into the hours the Gomorrah discusses, is from um, the the end of the sixth hour or the beginning of the seventh hour. That's when chometz becomes osel de oraisa. Um, just remember, we we mentioned before that again we're discussing shouts maniot. That is relative hours. As you take from midday to uh, you take sorry from sunrise we according to the Mogan Avram you take from dawn till says dawn till the stars are out and divide that by 12 according to the Vilna Gon which is how we seem to Paskin is uh, is you take from nates from sunrise when the sun starts to come up above the horizon to sunset when the sun drops below the horizon and you divide that by 12 so obviously uh Midday is the midpoint between that, which is the end of the sixth hour. Now, interestingly, yeah, at, it, there's a very interesting, just regarding this, there's a very interesting practice we have. Generally, we lenient like the Vilnagon, like what time do you have to finish Shmaba, the third hour? And if you look on the calendars, we generally lenient and we allow, we say we follow the Groz time, which will be a bit later, because remember, his day is starting at sunrise, whereas the Morgan Avram's day is starting at dawn. So it's always a bit later than the Morgan Avram. And, and that's how we follow regarding Shema, which is a mitzvah d'oraisa. Comes along Erev Pesach, and there seems to be a minag to, it's, it's brought in the Mishabruah, a minag to follow the Morgan Avram. So you'll be saying Shema a bit late on, at the, on the third hour, according to the Vilna Gon, and you'll be burning your chomets. In the um, in the fifth hour, in the sixth hour, according to the Morgan Avram, that seems to be a minag, um, and it's often listed on the calendar. If you look at the times listed, it won't say which opinions it's according to, but it will all, but it will, um, but it, but if you analyze it, you'll often notice that that's that there's that discrepancy. Quite an interesting one that by mitzvah uh, to burn your chomets earlier we follow the stricter opinion whereas by mitzvah kriyashma which is a mitzvah doraisa we follow the strict opinion I mean interestingly if it's not so clear from the Mishra Bru if I remember correctly regarding saying kriyashma he says basically you should be saying it as early as possible and therefore it makes no difference whether you follow the Morgan Avram or the Gro. I mean, but in actual fact, to us, it does make a difference. That's why I can't, can't, couldn't work out exactly what the Mishabura holds regarding Shema, because it does make a difference. What happens if, let's say, your shul is going to reach Kriyat Shema on Shabbos at Kodotunan? And according to the Gra, that's still within this man. And according to the Mogad Avram, that's after the time. Should you say Kriyat Shema earlier, 
before you get to shul or can you wait for the grozman to set after so i'm actually not clear why the mishabura says it makes no difference um, and which one he would hold by Kriyashma, but he does bring a minak by Chomets to follow the Morgan Avram. But let's keep it simple. We'll always discuss it according to the Kroh, because primarily that's how we hold. Um, another question is, um, just about always, whenever we're discussing Tam in Shas and Poskim, we're discussing these Shalts Maniot. We're discussing from... 12 till um, when you take this time between sunrise and sunset and divide it by 12. Uh, relative hours or halachic hours is another name for them. Um, when w- there, there's a few halachas now and then that we follow actual hours, 60 minute hours. One of them brought is eating between meal and milk. When we say we wait six hours, that's not. Depending if it's winter, there'll be shorter hours, and if it's summer, they're longer hours. It actually seems to that seems to be uh, sixty minute hours. Okay, so that's just some interesting side points on the zman. But again, Rebbe, so back to our Mishnah, Rebbe Meir says you eat chometz during the fifth hour and you burn it in the sixth hour. Again, from the beginning of the sixth till the end of the sixth, and then the end of the sixth it becomes osudor raisa. Keep that in mind. So that's Rabbi Meir's opinion. You can eat it all of the fifth hour. Rabbi Yudah strictly says you can eat it in the fourth hour. In the fourth, fifth hour, you have to leave it. And then, in the sixth hour, you start to burn it. Now, that's, that was the Mishnah. The Gemara came along and brought a Mishnah from Sanhedrin discussing Eidos. As we'll see on the next Amud, that the Edim have to get the time right. If they can't tell you what time the event, the murder, let's just discuss a murder. If they can't tell you what time the murder took place, they're invalid Edim. We'll see that on the next page. But what happens if the one aid the Mishnah in Sanhedrin brings, it's, it says, according to Rebbe Meir, if the one aid says the third hour, the second hour, and the one aid said the event happened in the third hour, the Edos is valid. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, even if one said it happened in the third hour and the other one said it happened in the fifth hour, the Eidos is valid. So we see again, how much of a discrepancy are the Eidim allowed, how much are they giving? Now, now this is, we started this yesterday, but I'll just go through it. Actually, let me just read through it quickly again. So this is about 10 lines on the bottom of Yud Aleph Amud Beis. It says, According to Rebbe Meir, people don't make a mistake at all. And according to Rebbe Yehuda, a person makes a mistake of half, up to half an hour. Now he's going to explain it. When did the murder take place? At the when the third second hour was leaving and the third hour was coming in, and the one who said two hours meant at the end of two hours. And that witness who said it happened in the third hour meant at the beginning of the third hour, which is the exact same time. The end of the third hour and the beginning of the third hour is the exact same time. The Tivrei Rebbe Yehuda Adam Toyer Chatsi Shah contributor person makes a mistake of up to half an hour. The event happened at. The fourth and a half hour. The one who said it happened in the third hour meant it happened in the end of the third hour. So it's half an hour off. It really happened at, what's the third hour? At 9.30. But it actually happened, he said he thought it happened at 9.00. 
he's half an hour off. The one who said the fifth hour, he meant at the beginning of the fifth hour. And again, he's half an hour late. Um, so that's the first version in Rebbe Meir. Just an interesting question that Panei Yeshua says, according to Abaya, this version in Abaya, how much Rebbe Meir says that Adim, they always get the time exactly right. It says when the one said it meant two hours and the one said it meant three hours, they meant at the end of the second, at the end of the first. Uh, they meant at the, at the beginning of the third. I uh, at nine o'clock. That's what they meant. They were both saying nine. The one just said second and the one said third, meaning the end of the second or the beginning of the third. It says, what do you mean? I don't know if you remember. In Brachos, we said Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't pinpoint time. Well, that's why when it says, when did he tell Paro that the firstborn will be killed? At about midnight. David HaMelech also had that special hop to try to get the time right. But he also couldn't tell the time. The only person we know that, the player sure says we know that new time to the second was, uh, was uh, Avram Avinu. I mean, and even us with watches. I mean, nowadays we all have our cell phones which are linked to the internet and stuff, so they're all the same. But if you, when you look at your watch and you see it's, oh, it's 9.35 and 20 seconds. Never going to, and the guy next to you, his watch says, even if you guys are both very particular with your time, even two Dennis's, the one's going to say 9.35 and 35 seconds, and the one's going to say 9.35 and 30 seconds. You're still going to be a few seconds now. So what does it mean that the exact same time? He asked it as a bewildering, and he says, you must say that when Adim come and testify about a murder, if they say a time, they mean that time. Otherwise, they'll say, they won't say, yeah, the murder took place at, in the, at the third hour, or the murder took place at 9 a.m. They'll say it took place at about 9 a.m. If they say it with confidence, then you assume they're getting the time 100% accurately. That's how you have to say it. But interesting enough, again, interesting enough, according to this version of a buyer, according to Rebbe Mayer, people do not make a mistake in time. Okay, then we have a second version of... People make a bit of a mistake. A person makes a mistake an hour and a bit. Where do we see this? People make a bit of a mistake, a few minutes mistake. The event happened either at the end of the second hour or at the end of the or the beginning of the third hour. And one of them is a little bit off. The one who said two might be a little bit off, or the one who said three might be a little bit off because it happened um, when exactly it happened. But it's only a few minutes. According to Rebbe a person makes a mistake of even of an hour and a bit. The event either happened at the end of the third hour or at the beginning of the fifth hour. At the end of the third hour is basically 10 a.m. And if it's a 6 to 6 day, then the end of the third hour would be 10 a.m. The beginning of the fifth hour would be just after 11. It says, One of them an hour and a bit out. The one who said if it happened at the end of the third hour, the one who said the fifth hour is an hour and a bit. If it happened at the fifth hour, the one who said the thir- end of the third hour is off by an hour and a bit. Okay, but that is... Um,
that's how Machloik, that's how Abayah learns the Machloikas. Again, what he's done is he's narrowed the difference. In Sanhedrin, we want the Aiden to be telling us the same time, how much room do we give for a mistake? So that's what Abayah's done, and he's actually narrowed it quite a lot. Because if I told you the Mishnah says the third hour and the fifth hour, you're automatically thinking somewhere around two hours. But what Abayah's, the most lenient opinion in what we've had in Abayah was Rabbi Yehuda, and that's an hour and a bit. Okay, but let's see further. Also, Rav Huna, Braid Rav Yehuda, Amrad Rav Yehuda went and he said the sugya before Rava. Sorry, everyone. went and he told the sugya before Rava. says, wait. Rava says, wait. You, we were discussing a murder, and we were assuming that these eight him when the one said, let's just go and review the last version of Rebuda, when the one said th- three hours and the other one said the fifth hour, the event really happened at the end of the third, and the one was just off by just over an hour. That's what we were assuming. He says, but maybe you could ask them. Maybe if you'd ask them, the one, you'd say, when did, it, when did it happen? He says, the third hour. He says, when in the third hour? He says, at the beginning. And you ask the one who says in the fifth hour. He says, when did it happen in the fifth hour? He says, at the end of the fifth hour. And then they contradictory aid him and we would not put the person to death. We're going to come along and kill this person based on a doubt. Again, Abayah says, the one witness comes and tells you the event, the murder took place at the third hour. And the other one said the murder took place at the fifth hour. And we assumed, according to Abayah, that we meant the smallest gap, the end of the third and the beginning of the fifth. That's what we assumed according to Bible. Rava says, maybe if you would ask them, they would tell you the other extreme. No, the event actually took place at the beginning of the third. And the other witness will say, no, the event took place at the end of the fifth. At the end of the fifth. And it turns out that one of them is lying and they're not validating. Now, how can you come along and put someone to death based on the assumption that the aid meant the time closest together? That's the Gomorrah's problem, Rav's question. He says, The Torah says, You must judge the congregation, and you must save the congregation. You have an ob- you're not, especially when it comes to murder cases, capital cases, you have an obligation to actually look for ways to, uh, what's the word, vindicate him, to find him innocent. So he says, So Ella, Oh my Rava, Rava says, again, by the fact that the Mishnah in Sanhedrin taught we accept their Eidos, it must be that whatever possible permutations, whatever their words could mean, it's still valid Eidos. Again, by the, by the fact that we, if one says the third hour and one says the fifth hour, and the Mishnah says we accept it, or the one, according to Rabbi Meir, one says the second hour, one says the third hour, and the Mishnah says we accept it, must be whenever in the third hour he meant, and whenever in the fifth hour the second aid meant, we accept it. Because otherwise you're putting him to death based on an assumption, which you can't do. You'd have to check. So, so what's this? According to Rav, says, according to Rabbi Meir, people make a mistake of up to two hours 
just just listen to us. Let's review the Aram Toy Shalashal's Chosemashu. Contribute if people make a mistake of just less than three hours. And now we're going to explain it. Let's review the Aram Toy Shalashal's Chosemashu Masaki have a Oibetrilash time. According to Rabbi Meir, maybe the event happened at the beginning of the second hour, I 7 a.m., or at the end of the third, almost 9 a.m. And one of them is just less than two hours off. And according to Rabbi Yehuda, people make a mistake of just less than two, three hours. The murder took place at either the beginning of the third hour, 9 a.m., or at the end of the fifth hour, 11 a.m. And one of them made a mistake of just less than, sorry, not, um, the beginning of the third is 8 a.m. So, yeah, uh, and one of them made a mistake of just less than three hours. Okay, so at the moment, robbers come along and says, by the fact that we put them to death, without checking when they meant in the hours, must be we allow, even if they said with the most extreme uh, difference between the Adim, it's still valid. So therefore, when Rabbi Meir says from two to, one says two and one says three, must be we allow a two-hour mistake. Rabbi Yudah says when we allow, one says three and one says fifth, we allow a three-hour mistake, the maximum it could be. Um, and that he says normal people remember they're not using watches they're not using cell phones they're using the sun they're kind of trying to gauge the time by where was the sun in the sky when I witnessed the murder so that's why people can easily be off by a few hours Tanan we learned in a Mishnah now we're going to go into the background and through this background we'll come and raise a question from we'll discuss it bring it tight back into our Mishnah which discussed Biru Chomet Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah. This is the Mishnah in Sanhedrin. When you investigating the witnesses, you have to ask them seven Chakiros. What are they? Which Mitzah cycle of the Yovel year? Remember, in, in when all the Jews are living in Eretz Yisrael, or majority, then you have the Yovel year, and, that's, and you have a Shmita cycle. So you ask them, which number cycle in the Shemitah is it in the Yovel year? And Be'ezeh Shona. Which year of the Shemitah year did it take place? Be'ezeh Chodesh, what month of the year? Be'kama Be'chodesh, what day of the month? Be'ezeh Yom, what day of the week? Be'ezeh Shah, and what time? Be'ezeh Mokob, and what place? V'tnan, and we learn further in the Mishnah, Ma'ben Chakirus Lebedikos. What's the difference between Chakirus and Pedikos? In the Mishnah over there, it discusses that there's two types of questions. There's these seven, the Chakirus establishing the date and the time, and then there's the Pedikos. Rashi gives examples of... of uh, the Bedikos, so let me just find his examples, one second. Um, for example, um, did you warn him? You, is this the person? Do you recognize this as the murderer? Did you warn him? Did you, um, what did he kill him with? Did he use a sword or a dagger? What clothes was he wearing? Etc. And obviously, the more bedikas you ask, the better. Rashi points out to uh, verify that their witness, that their testimony is true. But he says, so, so what's the difference between chakiros and bedikas? Says chakiros, Omer echon mehem eni yodei edusim betayla bedikas afilu shneim omrim ein onu yodim edusim kayemet. 
regarding the Chakiros, if one of them says, I don't know, I, he doesn't know what day of the week it was, I don't remember what time it was, that Eidos is invalid. Regarding the Bedikos, if someone says, I don't know, you ask him, what color jersey was he wearing? Was he wearing a jersey or a jacket? And the guy says, even if both of them say, I don't remember, the Eidos can still be valid. But Havinan Bo, what halachic ramification does, do we have between these two types of questions? I mean, I think we've already established, but why, why if someone cannot tell you one of the hakiras, the exact time and place, we invalidate their testimony? Whereas if they get the, it seems even if they get the murder weapon wrong, which in my mind is quite far-fetched, but if they get the, what, he was, what, was, what color jersey was he wearing? Was he wearing uh, tackies or shoes? You know, all those, was it under a tree or in the open? You know, all those sort of questions. If they both get them wrong, they both say we forgot, then uh, their edus stand. So why is there this difference between the Chakiros? If someone, if they cannot tell the the Eidus, if they cannot tell you one of the Chakiros, then it's Eidus that you cannot make them Zoymimim. But if it's Bedikos, then you can make, if they make a mistake, you can still make them Eidim Zomimim. What's Eidim Zomimim? I hope you remember it pops up every now and then in Shas. Remember, if you have two Adim who argue, if you have two, two sets of Adim and they contradict each other, one group says the murder, Ruvain killed, and one says Ruvain doesn't kill. One says Ruvain, uh, one says it, uh, they, two Adim that contradict what happened, then the Beis didn't chuck out the Adim. However, there is one case. If the second set of Adim come along and say, we're not testifying on the case. All we know is that this first set of Adim cannot be valid witnesses because they're saying it took place and they have to give the date and the time and the place. It happened in uh, Johannesburg on the 7th of January at 9 a.m. And they were with us on the 7th of January, 9 a.m. In, in Cape Town. Then they're invalid Adim. Then, then, this, then they're what called Zomimim, and you do to them what they try to do. So again, they're not, the, the second set of Adim is not testifying about what happened. They're just testifying that these people can't. Now, if the original set of Adim do not tell us a date or time, it's impossible to make them Zomimim. Because what's going to happen? They're going to come along and, yeah, we saw the murder last week. And so Adim are going to come along and say, you could not have seen the murder. You were with us on Sunday and Monday. Says, yeah, it happened on Wednesday. And if they come along and say it happened on, you were with us. We were away for the, for, from Monday to Friday. Says, yeah, but it happened on Sunday. So therefore they have to give, give the date and time so that it's possible to make it Adim Zomim. One aspect is it's Xerus Akosov. That's how the, the Torah tells us that's what valid Adus is. And another aspect is also it's a good check. There's less chance someone's going to testify falsely if they know that if someone can testify that they weren't there in that time at that place, then they're going to be zoomimim and the based are going to do to them what they're trying to do. It's a good uh, check to make sure that they don't testify falsely. But now let's take this back to our uh, 
to our discussion. So you have the Adim have to be able to testify at the time. It says, If you say that Adim can make such a big mistake, according to Rebbe Meir, it's two hours, or just less than two hours. According to Rebbe, it's just less than three hours. Well, then when you ask the aide, what time did it happen? And he says 9 a.m., it's still impossible. Or he says in the third hour, it's still impossible to make him a aide zoimim. Why? Because when the aide says, oh, but you were shopping with us at this in the third hour, what will he say? Ah, oh, I made a mistake. I was two hours off. I was three hours off. No, it doesn't. So how are you going to make him a aide zoimim? So you have been so the Gemara answers, no, do you have lahu kuli tausa? No, we give them their mistake. I, they have when when the aide says it was within, it was at in the third hour. The Adam zomimim have to come and prove that they were with him the whole morning, two hours before that and two hours after that, according to Rabbi Yehuda, three hours before that or three hours after that, because otherwise you're right. People do make a mistake with their time, and they can, and it's a valid claim. I made him. I didn't. I thought it was. I thought it was the third hour, but okay, fine. It was the fourth or the fifth hour. That's uh, reasonable. And then he and then the Gemara elaborates. Says, now Rebbe Meir was the one who says the one aide said three hour, two hours, and the one said three hours. So Rebbe Meir, according to Rebbe Meir, we give him from the beginning of the. First hour, I from six a.m. from sunrise until the end of the fifth. He should have actually got a bit earlier because he said the second hour. So we got to give him two hours before the second hour. He says, No one's going to make the mistake between day and night. Remember the first hour, the start of the first hour, which we which I've been discussing is six a.m. a six a.m. to six p.m. day. The beginning of the first hour is sunrise. So no one's going to make a mistake between before sunrise and after sunrise. According to Rabbi Yehuda, we would give him from the beginning of the th- first hour till the end of the sixth hour, till midday. He should get a little bit earlier. But no one's going to make a mistake between night and day. And not only that, he should get three hours after the fifth hour. Which is not the end of the sixth; it's the end of the seventh. He says, In the fifth hour of the day, the sun is in the east. In the seventh hour of the day, we now at one p.m., the sun is in the west. The west. So therefore, no one's going to make a mistake between the sun being in the east and the west. So therefore, we cut it off at midday. Now we bring in our Mishnah. Okay, you're wondering what all of this had to do with Chometz and Pesach. So now we go back to it. It says, Tznan, we learned in our Mishnah. Rabbi Meir says, you're allowed to eat Chometz the whole of the fifth hour. And you burn it at the beginning of the sixth hour. Rabbi Yudah Omer Oichlin called Dalit. Rabbi Yudah said, you can eat the whole of the fourth hour. And you leave it for the fifth hour. And you burn it at the beginning of the sixth. Now, 
we t- go back. According to Abaya in Rebbe Meir, this is what we started today's shi with. People don't make mistake in the time. If someone says they know the time, they know the time, and they don't make a mistake. It says let him eat the whole of the sixth hour. Again, when do you have to burn the chometz at the end of the sixth hour? At twelve, by twelve, let's say by by twelve p.m. you have to burn it. And according to the one who says, according to the version of Abai who says, no, people make a little bit of a mistake. Okay, so let him eat till towards the end of the sixth. Why do you need this hour buffer that you're only allowed to eat in the fifth and you have to start burning in the sixth? People know the time and they're accurate with the time. Let them eat the whole of the sixth hour until the end. And not only that, according to Rabbi Yehuda, in a buyer's understanding of Rabbi Yehuda, that a person makes a mistake of half an hour, or the other version that he makes a mistake of an hour, let him eat either till the fourth hour, till um, the six and a half, that's 11.30, He'll, oh, so, so if he's making him, if he's half an hour off, he'll still be burning the chametz by the end of the sixth hour, or according to the one, let him by eleven. Why does he move it back a whole hour to the fourth hour? Why not till the fifth hour? So Omar Abayi says, "Adam chametz lo moser." He says, "No, the difference between why well, we have this discrepancy between Sanhedrin that we much stricter and chametz that we." Sorry, by Sanhedrin, we're much stricter with the Edim. We allow them less of a time discrepancy. We don't allow such a mistake. Whereas by Chomets, we allow, we open to a greater mistake. Is because Edus is mysterious Lizrizim. Only someone who's very astute is going to go testify in a murder case. Because he has to know all these details. And he knows that. He knows based in Arganu, interrogate him. To no end. And they're going to ask him the exact place and time and what day of the week and day of the month. And he knows they're going to grill him with questions. And therefore, only someone who's very uh, astute is going to... I don't know if astute is the exact right word. But only someone who's very particular with these things will actually go forward and testify. And that's why we stricter with the time. Whereas Chomet, every single Jew, whether they're ADD or punctual, whether they're a Chosid or a Yekka, they're going to have to burn their Chomets. So they, so they're gonna have to. So, so therefore, there are some people who are not good with time, and therefore they'll make a mistake of two hours, and that's why we're more lenient. That's a bio answer. It's why we more, why we give more, why we have to have a greater buffer by chometz. Verova, aliba de Rebbe Meir. What about Rova? Contrary to the Adam, the Omer Adam Toish Teishos Chaser Mashu Mitchilas Heiloi Neichel. Rova said, according to Rebbe Meir, people can make a mistake of two hours. Well then, why does he allow someone to eat chometz during the fifth hour? He should stop eating chometz at the beginning of the fifth hour. Again, okay, two hours from 12 when it has to be burnt, Doraisa, going back two hours would be 10. But Rebbe May allows him to eat chometz between 10 and 11. But that's only a mistake of one hour. So he might actually um, think. So he says, um, And hey, chameh b'mizrach, Zayin Khamabamarav. He says, No, the fifth hour the sun is in the east, and the seventh hour the sun is in the west. So again he'll realize the time. He won't make a mistake from the beginning from that far from the beginning of the fifth. Okay, well we should allow him to eat on the sixth. Because again, from the eleven, the beginning of the sixth hour, 
the sun's still in the east and it's moving to the center toward, and then to the west. He says, no, in the sixth hour, the sun's already at the top of the sky. Now, again, that's, that's hard to be accurate with. When's it exact? When you're trying to look up and work out, is the sun exactly in midday? That's also hard. You're going to be a little bit out. So that's what he says. We give him an hour. Again, important to note, remember, the sun actually doesn't pass directly over us. The sun passes at an arc a little bit leaning to the north or the south. So therefore, it's again, it's hard to tell when's it exactly midday because it's not going to be directly above you. It's going to be a bit to the north or a bit to the south. And if you're a little bit earlier, it's going to be a bit to the west. A, a little bit earlier, it's going to be a little bit to the west, east and a little bit to the west. So that's why we give them this hour of mistake. According to Rava, in Rebbe, um, according to Rebbe Yehudu, who says a person makes a mistake of three hours, just less than three hours, a person shouldn't be allowed to eat chometz from the beginning of the fourth hour. And we've said they're allowed to eat chometz during the whole of the fourth hour. But if you can make a mistake of three hours, then if you allow him to, you say you can eat during the fourth hour, he might actually end up eating in the seventh hour. Says no, she's not going to make such a mistake because in the fifth hour the sun is in the east and the seventh hour it's in the west. And how much more so in the fourth hour it's even more to the east. Oh, well then why can't he eat in the fifth hour? Again, you're right, people do make a mistake in the time. But in the fifth hour the sun is in the east still, so he's not going to make a mistake when it moves to the west. Abai wanted to give, the, according to Rava, his same answer. He says, yeah, by Eidus, we're a bit um, stricter. And by Chometz, we're more lenient because it's by, um, so, so we have a greater buffer. But Rava says, that's not the reason. Again, up till here, we've been assuming that we've got to try and make a correlation between the Mishnah in Sanhedrin and our Mishnah. In Sanhedrin, it seems to say two hours, or according to, according to Rava, Rabbi Meir holds they can make a mistake of two hours, and according to Rabbi Huda, they make a mistake of three hours. So we've been trying to, how do we fit that in with our Mishnah to do with Chomets? That's what our, being, our assumption has been here. It's got to do with the mistake that how much, how many, how... Um, what's the reasonable assumption that it's a mistake? The person meant the right time, but he actually misjudged the time. So he says, Barava Omar Lavhanutama. It's got nothing to review it. It's got nothing to do with a mistake. The reason is because Rabbi Huda says the primary way to burn Chomets, the to, to get to destroy Chomets is to burn it. And the rabbis therefore give him an hour to gather wood. So what's happening here? Is you, sh- you must burn your chomets by the end of the sixth hour. So they want you to burn it in the sixth hour. They tell you that you're not allowed to eat chomets in the fifth hour so that you remember to go and collect wood to burn it in the sixth hour and therefore they stop you eating. Dur- they allow you to eat during the fourth but stop you eating during the fifth. Aisivay Ravina Larova. Um, Ravina challenged Rabbi says, "Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Mosai shelo b'shas biura, Avo b'shas biura, he has b'asa so b'kol davar." He says, "Ravina says to Rabbi, wait, 
No, this that you can that you have to burn chametz, the mitzvah specifically to burn chametz as opposed to disposing of it in another way, is before midday. I'm going according to Rashi. But if it's already past the time of destroying past midday, then you can destroy it in any way. Right, so what's, what he's saying is it actually doesn't really matter. If someone forgets to gather wood, and therefore they're going to miss the time of destroying chametz, well then the mitzvah of burning it falls away. The mitzvah to burn it is only before midday. Once it's midday, then you can just dispose it of any of anyway. So if someone accidentally eats and forgets to gather wood and they're eating in the fifth hour, and then they want to start burning in the sixth hour and they're running out of time, they don't have to burn it. They can wait till the end of the sixth hour and uh, destroy it in another way. So Elo Amarova, rather Rova says, Mishum Yes, it's Xaira because of a cloudy day. I this that we give, that we make them have a gap of two hours buffer, and they can only eat chomets in the fourth hour, is in case it's a cloudy day and they get mixed up, because when it's a cloudy day, you can't always tell whether it's gone past midday or not. Oh, well, if it's a cloudy day, then you shouldn't be allowed to eat in the fourth hour. Again, how do you know if it's cloudy? How do you know if it's the fourth hour or the seventh hour? And as we've said, according to Rava, people do make a mistake of three hours. So we shouldn't allow him to eat in the fourth hour. So Omar Rappapa, Dalit Zman Sudalakolhi. Rappapa says, no, the fourth hour is the time where everyone eats. I, you kind of not, you feel, you, if you always eat breakfast at the same time, always eat breakfast in the fourth hour of the day, that's when you feel hungry. And therefore, you're aware of the time, you'll sit down, you'll have breakfast, and then you'll stop eating and go burn your chomets and get, go dispose of your chomets. So that's why our papa says, you're right. Theoretically, if we're going based on what's a reasonable mistake and it's a cloudy day, person might be up to three hours off. But by chomets, we don't have that concern because once it reaches the fourth hour, that's when everyone's going to start eating. And they're aware that when they finish their breakfast in the fourth hour, then they must go start burning their chomets. Just before we go further in the Gomorrah, I want to go one step back. We mentioned, we said, the Gomorrah said there's a difference between Shas Bureau and Shaloba Shas Bureau during its time and after the time of burning. What does that mean? So Rashi explained Shas Well, Rashi explained Shaloba Shas Bureau, the time that it doesn't have to be destroyed, is the sixth hour. And the time, Bashas Bura, the time that it's supposed to be destroyed, is after that time. Aye. So, um, when is there an obligation to burn your chomets? Shalom Bashas Bura, aye, in the sixth hour when everyone's burning their chomets. When is the, when, when do you destroy it in any way? Once it's the seventh hour and basically the chomets is, the chomets is meant to already be destroyed. Um, that's how Rashi learns. So again, before midday, you burn it. After midday, according to Rashi, you dispose of it in any way. Tosos, for various reasons, is not happy with that. They ask quite a few questions. But how Tosos learn is they say, no, what does it mean by Shah's Bureau? Shah's Bureau is the time that everyone's burning the Chomets, which is when they're supposed to be burning the Chomets, which is the sixth hour. So let me just check, I'm getting it right. Yeah. And therefore, what's Shalobashah's Bureau? What's the not usual time to burn it? After the sixth hour. Now we, what's our minak? How do we generally dispose of Chomet? 
When do we, when, well, how do we dispose of our chomets? We burn our chomets. When do we, when are we, when do we burn chomets? Before the six hours. So very interestingly, at Sal, we do a mixture of Rashi and Tosfos. We say we burn our chomets. Well, let, let's start like this. We careful, yeah, we careful to burn our chomets before the seventh hour. Which is like Tosfos, that you burn your chomets b'shas b'ura. That's when you have to do it with thing like Tosfos. But according to... Sorry, I'm getting mixed up. Um, yeah, b'shas b'ura, that this that we burn our chomets... Is, is seems to be in accordance. Sorry, Omar Rabbi Yehuda, Mosai Shaloi B'Shas Biura. When do, can you destroy the Chomets? Sorry, one second. Yeah, so, so let's just read it according to Rashi quickly. And Mosai, when is this that you have to destroy your chomets by by burning? Is Shelo B'Shaz Biro, according to Rashi, before midday. Aval B'Shaz Biro, if it's supposed to be destroyed already, you can destroy it in any way. According to Tosfos, it's the other way around. That the time of destruction is the fifth hour. And therefore, in the fifth hour, you can destroy it in any way possible. I, when we particular to burn our chomets, that actually is, is, that is a mixture of both opinions. Because according to Rashi, when do you have to burn your chomets? In the fifth, in the sixth hour, I, before midday. According to Yeah, that, that, that's when you have to burn your chomets. But according to Rashi, you actually don't have to get rid of your chomets then. You could do it in the... Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, this that we burn our chomets doesn't fit in with Rashi. Because according to Rashi, you could um, you can get rid of your chomets in any way if it's before the six hour. Whereas according to Tosos, if we're dealing with during the six hour, that's when you have to burn it. So we do a mixture. Sorry, I got a bit unclear there. But we do a mixture of Rashi. We try to fulfill both opinions. We burn our chomets by the, um, in the sixth hour. And we burn it as opposed to get rid of it in any way like Tosfos. Sorry, we burn it like Rashi. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We burn it like Rashi, but we do it before the sixth hour, before the end of the sixth hour like Tosfos. Okay, let's just go on. Where do we see that this, that there's an obligation to eat a meal every, um, that there's this obligation to eat a meal, that, sorry, not the obligation, that everyone, what time do people eat their meals? So, Tonra, Bonan, Shari, Shana, Machel, Ludim, Shnia, Machel, Listim, Shlishis, Machel, Yoshim. Let's go through it. In the first hour of the day is when Ludim, they were greedy cannibals used to, cannibals used to eat. 
they would, as soon as they wake up, they were so greedy that they'd eat straight away. Shnir Machalistim, the second hour is bandits, because bandits are up late at night. They're also greedy and like to eat um, as soon as possible, but they're up late at night doing their gangster stuff, and therefore they sleep a bit later. Shlishes Machal Yoshem, the third hour of the day is people who inherit wealth. They don't have any work to do or anything, so they also eat, they get up a bit later, they eat early in the day, they're not as greedy, therefore they're not going to rush to eat, but they'll eat early in the morning. Reviews Machal Pailim, in the fourth hour of the day is when workers eat, because workers have, they have to get to work early and they have to work, and if they have tea break too early, their boss isn't going to be too impressed with them. Chamish is ma'asfil tamidei chachomim. The fifth hour is when tamidei chachomim eat because they learn as long as possible in the morning before they need to go eat. And chachomim shish is, uh, sorry, and shish is ma'achol kol adam. And the sixth hour is ma'achol kol adam. V'ha omar rav papa reviz man su'uda lakolhi. Ah, but rav papa said the fourth hour is when everyone eats. So ela apel, switch it around a bit. Reviz ma'achol kol adam. Most people eat in the fourth hour. I, they're not, they don't eat first thing in the morning. That's not appropriate. That's a bit greedy. But they don't have to wait. Push it off so they eat in the fourth hour. In the fifth hour is when workers eat. They have to get an early start so they go to work straight away. And again, if they take their tea break too early, their breakfast, their lunch break too early, their boss is going to be very unimpressed. So they push it off to the fifth hour. And shish is the beginning of the... 11 o'clock, Ma'achol Tamidei Chachomim is when Tamidei Chachomim eat. Because again, they're pushing off their learning because they want to, they're eating because they want to learn as much as possible. They can't be Eilek Azorik Evan Lachamas. From then onwards, eating breakfast is pointless. It's like throwing rocks into wine. Doesn't make you, it might look like you have more wine, but you don't really have more wine. So eating that late in the day is almost ineffective. Omar Avayla, Omran, Ela Deloit Toim. Midi betzafra, avol toy midi betzafra leis lompo. But it says this is all where um, he didn't eat in the morning. But even if you had a little bit to eat in the morning, then to eat very late in the morning would still have a positive effect. Okay, and I think we better leave it there for today. We'll continue tomorrow.